We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, Hugh, the fact that we get to do this is um, its really cool. And I'm, I'm very excited. And I would be excited no matter what this announcement was. And we didn't know. In fact... Hugh and I found out, like, what, 40 minutes ago who the yeah. new afternoon show host would yeah. be? Yeah, And I had no idea. And I, I some kind of way about that. Well, th- that we didn't know? Well, they, well, they didn't yeah, trust they us didn't to keep trust secret. Us, yeah, basically. Well, but they are, they are entrusting us right now. Like, everyone's listening to find out, like, who's going to join Ike, Reese, and Jack Fritz in the afternoon? They're, tr- they're trusting us to be the ones that make this announcement. And I am very excited, very excited to, uh, to announce that Soon, and we don't know have a date yet because uh, this person has business to conclude and finish in his uh, current job right now in the industry. But starting very soon, joining Ike Reese and Jack Fritz on the afternoon show will be none other than Spike Eskin. He is coming back to WIP to join Ike and Jack in the afternoon. Hugh Douglas, we have an at, we have another Eskin coming back here. Have you been, have you been at WIP with multiple Eskins before? No, I have not. I've, I've I've had a chance to speak to Spike a few times. Haven't really had a chance to work with him. It was funny because when I was telling the boss Rod Lakin about my interaction with Spike, he immediately thought that it was because I was in trouble <laughs> for something. But no, no, I haven't been in trouble with Spike. Just you know, talking periodically throughout the years and just you know, just keeping in touch and things of that nature. But yeah, that's pretty exciting, man. It's going to be exciting to have Spike back at the stage. Well, it's going to be a great show. Uh, I can't wait for it. Spike coming back to WIP. Spike, of course. Yeah, he left us a few years ago to go up to WFAN and uh, be the brand manager up there in New York. And, of course, CBS Sports Radio, he is coming back. He will be part of the afternoon show with Ike and with Jack. And um, it, it's, it's kind of just crazy. My head is spinning because I'm part of the reason I'm here is because of Spike. Part of the reason that Jack is here is because of Spike. And I know, obviously, Ike uh, you know, became what he became at this station during Spike's time here. So we, uh, we now get to have Spike back in a different role. But this isn't the first time. I mean, longtime WF, uh, WIP listeners know Spike at one point was part of the afternoon show. Is that right? Yeah, he was a, one of a three-person show, maybe three-man weave. Yeah, maybe eight or nine years ago, as I think back in through the history of the Hold station. On. We have the right information because you're saying second stint on the afternoon show. Yes. Eskin. You, you, is, is this the right Eskin? You're sure it's not Howard? I, I'm asking you. I mean, I I mean, I have a company email in front of me here. As much as, as much <laughs> it's as it's not a typo. It's not a typo. It is not. It is actually Spike Eskin. So it is official. Spike is uh, is heading back to Philadelphia to be part of the afternoon show with Jack and Ike Reese. I'm very excited. I can't wait for the show to get started. It's going to be. It will be great. I mean, w, uh, WIP, uh, all the shows here. I mean, the morning show has done an incredible job since they moved there. We love doing our show. Love and uh, the it. afternoon show has been a great one for years. And it obviously changed about a month ago. And it'll change again. And I'm excited to see what this becomes. I can't wait to listen to those guys. Ike and Jack and Spike. They will start their show together very soon. Cannot wait for it. Our right, 215-592-9494. You can react to that with us if you want, because I know it's an exciting day here for the station. Of course, your thoughts on everything Sirianni Hurts. And by the way, Jeff McClain did report last night that today, Hugh, is meeting day. 
Yeah. So that means to me, we're awaiting news right now. Like this is this is like this is news day where we're gonna figure out if something big happens today. If it doesn't, I mean, the players will talk to the coach. Though there's exit meetings, but you you know the one we're all waiting for. We are waiting for the news of Lurie and Sirianni and Roseman to have some sort of meeting because that's the one that really matters the most. Yeah, because it's 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 the meeting. I, I would think is gonna go something like, "Yo, dog, what happened?" What the hell? What the hell happened down the stretch? And you have to try to figure that out, or if you don't already know, I think that's what the investigation is about. And and another thing, you don't want to be, you don't want to be hasty in the decisions that you make. But I will say this: as as sleeping on this for twenty four hours and thinking about potentially all the different angles and scenarios that that took place for us to get to where we are now, there's not a whole lot that I, I can see that would help save Coach Sirianni's job. Like, seriously, all jokes aside, I, and, and, and listen to what I'm saying now, folks. That's not me saying that I want to get him fired because if they decide to keep him, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But when you talk about this epic fail, this epic demise of a football team like this, it's hard to, to run it back. That, that's my point. It's hard to run it back. This is not going to be the same. Now, whether or not he's at the helm, that remains to be seen. But I can almost guarantee you and say this with full confidence, them defensive coordinators ain't coming back. Yeah, of course they're not. <laughs> they're out. <laughs> them office, if I had to shake the dice on the, on the offense coordinator, I would say he probably ain't coming back. Yeah, which is why I just wanted to get the whole coaching staff out of here. I mean, yeah. the, the fact, the idea of Sirianni overseeing a whole new staff doesn't make any sense to me. 215 592 9494. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Mike is up next on WIP. What's up, Mike? Hey, how are you? Mike, we're doing well, buddy. What are you feeling today? Yeah, I, I, here's my blame. I blame 70% of it on Nick Sirianni, I blame 20% of it on Howie Roseman for making some poor decisions, and I blame 10% on Jalen Hurts. I just, I mean, I have seen, I go to an Eagles bar in Chicago, and it's just, every week just gets worse and worse and worse. And I was so happy when the season was over, because it was an absolute dumpster fire. They can't keep Nick Sirianni. He has lost the team. I was fine with Sirianni coming back next season until until the Giants game, the last game of the season, where they just totally lost it. And it's they're lucky they only lost thirty two to nine the Buccaneers because if Mike Mike Evans would have caught some more of those balls and got got Chris Godwin would have caught would have dropped a couple passes, they can conceivably got forty five or fifty points. Or that poorest Eagles defense. Mike, without Bradbury. question. Without question. Down the stretch of the season, if, if you look at their point differential, and you're right, you could add more you know, points that could have happened. They played like the worst team in the NFL the last seven weeks. I can't bring the coach back after that. He, he gets the blame. It was horrible. I mean, Bradbury needs to go. I don't know about Byard. I know Quez Watkins is probably the worst slot receiver. Dog, you don't know about Byard. <laughs> you want to keep, you keep yeah, Byard? Byard can get out of here. <laughs> I'm done with him, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. No, it's just funny I mean, you said, I don't know. I know. <laughs> he can't play anymore is what I know. Yeah. It just it was a total dumpster fire. I just was – I mean, it, it was painful watching the game. It was painful. I I normally stay up a little bit after the game 
this game, I just want right to sleep. I just like this is horrible. They Sirianni has to go. I don't see how they keep him because they would have to replace the, the entire coaching staff with the success with the exception of Jeff Stout. Right, and, and, and that Stout. doesn't, Mike, it doesn't make sense to me. Here's what I keep coming back to, and, and I know they're, they're, I'm not trying to take Hurts off the hook, and some of the stuff that Hughes brought up the last couple of days about his leadership as they sink is very fair. I, I know this. I've watched Jalen Hurts as a starter, full season starter for three years. When Nick Sirianni or Brian Johnson have been calling the place, and who knows down the stretch of the season who was actually calling the place, Jalen Hurts doesn't look very good. When Shane Steichen called the plays, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles look good. Like, I still believe there is a very good player in Jalen Hurts that, that has been, he fell down this year, the injury, whatever. Totally, I'm with you. I, and I look at the coach and I say, all right, you obviously don't know what you're doing with the offense because when you're in charge of it more, it goes off the rails. And then the, the locker room stuff, it just feels like they gave up on him. They didn't play with effort on Monday night in a playoff game. Yeah, that, that's egregious. And and that's one of those ones where you look at it, Joe, and you're like, ah, I can't, I can't get past that. But there's a level of culpability for the quarterback too, man, because, like I said, he's had, a, he's been very, very vocal, in in everything that has been centered around the Philadelphia Eagles. I can't see him sitting in a room like, like to your part. He he's a smart football guy. He's very, very outspoken. So you mean to tell me? Jalen sat in those meetings when they were drawn up and scripting. Let's just stay, let's just keep it to this week. Knowing what you know about Tampa Bay, knowing what you just went through, you got your finger all jammed up. You know they're blitzing. You didn't say, "Hey, coach, maybe we should put some some blitz beaters in here. <laughs> maybe 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 we should put more emphasis on running the ball more than fifteen damn times." Like, cause you cause you cause from your own admission, Jalen's a smart football guy. But he was okay with going into the game like it was. Like, to me, that that almost feels, if if that's the case, I'm speculating here, people, that he went and he kind of undermined the coach a little bit. Or he let them just but, drown. Or, or he let them, let them drown. But how can you let me drown, Joe, if, if you're in this boat with me and only thing you talked about all year long, we all got excited and psyched and hyped when we looked on his screensaver and saw the confetti falling of, on, of the Super Bowl and we weren't the winners. So if, if, you want, if you're keeping the main thing the main thing, how you let this get to this point? That's the problem but that I have. But he's not the coach. But he's the, he's the leader. He's the $250 million man. So, but in a way, it seems like you want him to undermine the coaches further. No, he, he could say, if, if he think is wrong, he could say something. Maybe he has. He, he, we don't he, know he, that. See, I, see, that's what you're right. We don't know that. And 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 in an in the, in the effort to be fair, you're right. I don't so, know. Uh, that. Let me. I want you to take us inside because I, I I can't answer this. You. I know you're more than a quarterback, but you can. Do players do that? Like yes. Okay. So, so let's say it. Obviously, you were on the defensive side. Jim drew something up and whatever, and and you kind of had. Would you? Would you or or one of your teammates have said, Jim? Yes. That's not going to work. Listen. The guy. I'm interested and, in that. And I'm and I'm not. If I'm lying, Ike. If you're listening, please call in and confirm this story. We used to be in team meetings. With, together, and Jim would draw up a defense. Try it with you, hey Jim. I don't think that's gonna work, Jim. He said, "I'm not like I. I've been watching film, da da da." And we would sit back and we would laugh about it because it was. And Jim would stop, and Jim would Jim would kind of pause a little bit, and you know he would say, "We well, try like no, Jim. I don't think that's gonna work." 
it got so bad. It, well, it wasn't like Jim didn't get mad. Let me say that first. Jim didn't get mad, but it got to the point where we used to troll. We used to troll Trot to say, "Hey, Trot, we need a break. Can we get a break?" And we like, and Trot said, "Yo, Jim, we need a break, Jim." And Jim would wouldn't say anything, and then he'd come back. He's like, "Yo, Jim, we need a break." And Jim say, "Okay, we're gonna break for five minutes." <laughs> I mean, so yes, if, if 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 the players, because ultimately you're trying to win. You're trying to win. You're trying to get to the Super Bowl. That's why, for me, if if Jalen Hurts, for every everything that he sold me, if he let this ship go down the way that he did, I'm looking. It's his fault. So uh, let me because he lied to me. Well, well, let me let me go back to this. So so ESPN. <laughs> I wanted to go to Vegas, Kyle. I pulled the wool. I wanted, he pulled too. the wool on my eyes. I wanted to go to Vegas. If you you sold me a bill of goods and then you let it go the way it went, man, that's on you, but dog. But he's not the coach. He can only do but so much. But he's the two hundred and fifty well, million dollar man. Well, what is he supposed to do? Tell the coach, hey, I hey, think coach, you're a say, Hey, coach, we ain't got no blitz beaters. This ain't working right, for me. So me I'm br- getting my back beat in. Right, yes, two, he can say that. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Hurts or Sirianni? Who deserves more blame for how this ended up? But let me bring you back to this. Tim McManus wrote that story last week, right? It was it was yes. mo- Monday or last week. I mean, there's been so much crap here, but there, it was in the last couple days. This was in the article about Hurts and the discontentment with the office this year. Quote: In the early stages of the early skid. Hertz was hoping the direction of the offense would change. The source familiar with Hertz think it said, believing they were over, overly reliant on vertical routes and not utilizing short to immediate throws, particularly over the middle of the field where Brown has thrived. In short, the belief there was too much flash over substance, a sentiment others on the offense have shared. Okay? Uh, Hertz's desired direction for the offense is not material. So, so obviously he's voiced this in some mutiny. way. It should have been a mutiny. Like, well, I don't know what he's supposed like, to do besides try to run the play. Say, coach, this ain't working. Maybe he has. This ain't working, coach. Well, hold on. Well, why do we think Sirianni is not stubborn and he's amenable to this? <laughs> nah. Have we ever listened? Have we <laughs> seen Sirianni on the sidelines? <laughs> you know, is I there walk- a chance that Sirianni <laughs> told him, you'll run my play? You, I walked into that one. But still, if you're trying to get there and if it's not working, then you have to change it. If if Coach Sirianni, if everything that we're speculating about him is true, then yeah, you probably you probably need to. Go. I, I we don't know. All I know it. is I, I watched the quarterback with different coaches over a lot of different stints, whether it be Alabama, Oklahoma, Shane Steichen, and he succeeded. Now he's failing. That's I, why I got to point to the coach. That's why we have to gather as much information as we can because I don't know how this went. Is Elliot down there? Are we doing detective work today? Is he at the Novacare Complex? Can we get can we get detective work? Yeah, there it is. By the Pink Panther, though. That 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 fits our show. That, that just, that's just <laughs> like the absolute worst. Well, you're not a Pink Panther guy? I'm not been led astray. No, not I mean I watched it when I was younger, yeah. but this is way more serious than that, man. We need some we need no, something this, a little bit more hard hitting. This is well, this is pretty hard hitting, don't think. <laughs> I mean, this, you this want like something going music? Down. I want some I want something. Yeah. I, I mean I is it that serious? It kind of is. Okay. Listen, I had a trip to Vegas riding on this. So this is personal. Yeah, a little bit. For little you, bit. not. A little bit because I, am I the only person that felt like I was lied to, especially with that last press conference that the quarterback had? When he said, he sat there and looked me straight in the face. Well, he didn't look at me. He was looking at the reporters. But it felt like he was, it was talking you. to me. Yeah. And he said, hey, just wasn't our year. Yeah. Seriously? Well, it wasn't. Seriously. It wasn't. Stop it. It wasn't their year. I mean, Stop that's, that's well, true. Well, uh, I think there's – so, like, to Hugh's point about getting more answers, like, we're, we're talking about as Sirianni lost the locker room, this and that. The more important discussion, and I can't stress enough how much more important this is, is if Jalen Hurts lost the locker room. 
that's a much bigger deal than if the if the head coach lost a locker room. They just gave the guy two hundred and fifty million dollars with the, the way that everything's coming out. The the disconnect in the locker room. Some of that has to fall on the quarterback, man. He's leader guy. He's the guy that, you know. What is the leader guy? Well, you. Like, I mean, think about how we talked about Jalen Hurts for the last few years. Like, he's not, like, super flashy with his arm and and not overly talented. His biggest trait, his biggest asset was how the guys rally around him, how he's a leader. Like, I I don't recognize that guy this year. No, I did. And that that, that hurts the most, man, because – hey, play on words. But that, that, that hurts the most because going out the way that we went out, like, I, I firmly believe when you tell me, when you sit there and you tell me you're doing everything within your power to get us to the dance, to get us to Vegas, to get us to the sphere, I believe that, Joe. And even if that means telling your coach, coach, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't, you don't, you, this offense is not conducive that's to getting us to Vegas. Yeah. You need to have that conversation. So I, I understand both of your points. At 215-592-9494. We'll get back to phone lines in a second here. I, but I think a player can only do so much. I know he's the leader and leader guy, as Kyle mm-hmm. called him. He didn't play defense. He can't go on that side of the field. Sirianni's in charge of it all. I'm gonna, all right, I'm going to give you a little analogy here. Give me an analogy. I'm going to spin we... it right back to our major spin station. It, spin it back. <clears throat> I'm going to spin it back to our major station announcement Okay, that okay. we made at 1030 where Spike Eskin is coming back. Oh, I, wanna, I can't wait to hear this. All right. I can't wait to hear so, this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use the the person that on the air here for a while now has been I think you could look at him as one of the leaders of our team Ike Ike okay? Ike's a yes. leader on, on on the WIP uh, you know as Ooh. part of yeah that guy right Ike's been here a long time Ike's yes. been here through different iterations of WIP and I would say there was a time where WIP wasn't doing great eight ten years ago mm-hmm. Ike was part of it was it Ike's fault no. You know what changed? The leadership. We got people in here that knew what they were doing. One of them now is coming back to be a host. Spike knew what he was doing as a leader. Rod knows what he's doing as a leader. This thing works because we have good leadership. I can't just say, oh, the station wasn't doing great eight years ago. Ike's to blame. No, Ike was a cog in it, and he was a leader of our team. But we had we have good leadership now. We had it with Spike. I don't think we had great leadership before that. I just, like... What is Jalen Hurts supposed to do if his defensive teammates won't tackle? I'll what tell you is what, he supposed I, I, to do? I would venture to say that, and I don't know this to be true, but but knowing Ike the way that I do, I think Ike, when it was going that way, I think he had some input about what he thought could make it better. I'm sure he did. And I'm pretty sure we had the type of leadership that would receive that. And this is the why I think that, to a certain extent, that Coach Sirianni would have received that. Whether or not they did it, I don't know. Because he seems like when, when they were talking about, hey, coach, you need to calm down or whatever. And, and from what I've gotten from other people, he seems like a very uh, receptive coach. I think he would have been receptive to that, especially when you talk about where we just came from. We just came from the Super Bowl. Now we're going home. So I, you may be right on that. And maybe Sirianni. We're, we're doing a lot of speculation. But I don't think he knows what he's doing. I mean, that's my <laughs> I don't think he has the answers. I think the coach is clueless. Sorry, Joe. You, yes. You, you know what, Joe? It, it was funny about this. When they first hired Coach Sirianni, I didn't like him. I'm not going to lie. You're not the only one. I, I did not like him at first. He grew on me. The first part of being smart is knowing what he to grew, do. He grew on me. That's why I don't I don't know what the right answer is, people. I don't know what the right answer is, but I will say this: whatever happens, I'm going to fall in lockstep with whatever uh, Mr. Lurie and the in the, the Eagles brain trust wants to do. But to your point, I, this the, the survivor rate mm. for this. And not good. W- with the speculation, ah, yeah. ah, I'm, I'm ah. not. I'm not going to fall in line. If, if, if they keep Sirianni, Joel's going to come out. All right, let's go to Anthony in South Philly. What's up, Anthony? 
Joe, how are you? How you doing, you? What's going on, man? Listen, it grew on you, huh? Like a fungus? <laughs> hey, something like that. You know, I, never mind. I was I was going to do a bad analogy, but that that probably that a lot of girth. <laughs> Don't do any of those analogies. So go ahead, Anthony. Uh, Joe, first I got a question, then I got a couple points I want to hit. Uh, th- that safety with uh, Hurts, I look at the play. There was nobody open when, when the kid was trying to buy some time in the pocket. Now, if he throws the ball away from the end zone, isn't that intentional grounding and a safety anyway? It is, yeah. I think they so, threw the flag uh, with the idea that it may have been that anyway, but it didn't matter. Cause, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, so he had no choice. No matter what he did, he, he couldn't get rid of the ball and not take the safety, right? Yeah, unless he was right. Unless he was intending to throw to a receiver at that exact moment, he got hit. It, it, it was either going to be a fumble and a touchdown or a safety. Right. So that's so I don't know if he's as culpable as everybody's trying to make him there. So I mean, he was he was in a bad situation when I looked at the play. Nobody was open. Anyway, uh, let me get to what I was going to ask you. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, everybody's missing the point. You got you guys. Uh, who hired Sirianni? Who paid two quarterbacks three hundred eighty? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com million dollars and crowned them franchise quarterbacks in the last five years. 100%. Yeah, that's Howie and the owner. Yep. Who fired the D.C.? Riddick said it was the higher-ups. Okay? Maybe it's time they relinquish total control, stop micromanaging the team, and bring in an experienced, seasoned NFL-caliber head coach to run it. And if it doesn't work out, fire them. The same way they fired four head coaches in 11 years anyway. I don't see the downside. At least everyone will know it was an actual coach, a professional coach making decisions. That's the problem as far as I'm concerned. This all stems from the top. Look at the defensive dress choices the last five years. Beside your defensive tackles, you don't have anybody worth a damn out there. Mm. Well, that's and, just, Anthony, that's a big part of why they're so bad on defense. They haven't, okay. they haven't added enough there. And Anthony, man, we appreciate They haven't added enough there. And it's, it's a major part of, of where this thing goes now, you know, into, into how they fix this thing. they got to fix it, and they got to fix it quick. All right, we got Seth Joyner coming up here in a few minutes, but he was on Hurts. Listen to Seth about Hurts and his inability to pick up the blitz. There was one blitz where they lined up three down offensive, three down defensive linemen on one side, three down defensive linemen on the other side. And we were empty backfield. You can't tell me, Joe, that Jalen Hurts can't look at the front and realize he's a guy short. And to say, hey, Dallas, you want to come in here and attach so you can block one of these guys so we can go man across the board blocking, even if they send your guy. That's okay, but at least, you know, he's coming from a little wider. But if he doesn't, does he know to throw that ball to Dallas in the first second? In the first second, does he know to throw that ball to him? It's week 19, John. I think he knew it when he was six. I don't know, man. Joe, it is week 19. Well, and it's year four for Hurts. It's like, you know. I don't care. I do care. I I don't care because what what you're seeing on the field is either coached or tolerated. I love that line. It's either coached or tolerated. Yeah, I mean it's true. Like both they, fall on coaching. But if here's the thing with coaching, Joe, and and and, and I just I was just responding to somebody that that asked me that. Like, is can Jalen argue with the coach? He doesn't have to argue with him. He can suggest because the bottom line is this: Jalen's on the field. No matter what, how much Coach Sirianni has coached, 
Jalen's actually out there and he actually sees it. If Coach Sirianni is being that stubborn, then this is a dead conversation. He needs to be gone. Yeah, well, and we'll find out because Jeff Lurie's doing his work today. They're meeting today, 215-592-9494. Seth Joyner himself will join us on the other side. We'll assess blame for what happened. Should Sirianni be back? Seth joins us next. lot to do. Elliot at 12. Got a big station announcement today. What, what a day here at WIP. 215-592-9494. It's the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. After an incredible NFL Super Wildcard weekend, we're on to the divisional round. For these teams, it's win or go home, but you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. This weekend, I'll be on Detroit to cover and win against Tampa. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O today to join. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.